Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be discussing high school. Everything about high school. Everything you wanted to know about high school and more. Everything you wanted to learn about high school and more. Yes. We're going to talk yes. about you know, all the bad things, all the good things. There's a lot of bad things. And everything in between. Yeah, but you know what? We're also going to talk about ways we think high schools should be improved to better enrich a teenager's life. Sure, and we'll be discussing some personal experiences and our personal experiences with, well, yes, just our personal experiences with high school and how that maybe sort of developed our our own sensibilities and and our own characteristics. Yeah, I guess that that's a one thing we could talk about is is going to not only a public high school but going to a relatively well, not the best. It was not public the best high school. high school. You know, we went to a high school in, in the Los Angeles Unified School District, which is considered not one of the best school districts actually. Um you would think one of the biggest cities in America would have a strong well, school apparently, district. Well, apparently, apparently. It just um, you know, know. It, I've heard that. It, it's such a vast you know, county that there's going to be some good ones and bad ones and everything in between, just like the topic we're discussing Sure, today. but I, from what I understand, from what other people have heard, what, what, what other people in other school districts well, in well, we'll get into Los this. Angeles Unified School District have said that it's considered not that great. I mean, who knows? Well, anyway, we'll know. get into it because there's some there good are teachers, there, some good teachers good and there's probably a high school we should have gone to instead. Um, but before we get into that, just want to remind you all that... Uh, we recently kicked off a Patreon campaign, um, and if you like what you hear today and you would like to continue listening to more Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki and, and get in on all the benefits such as uh, extra episodes and, and free downloadable media and, and, and so on and so forth and other exciting benefits... Please subscribe Exciting to our... Exciting benefits. Right. Please excite, please excite yourself in subscribing to our Patreon. Uh, that's patreon.com slash splitting hairs. Once again, that's patreon.com slash splitting hairs. That's right, Max. All right. Anyway, do we got any station business well, today? Speaking of splitting hairs, oh, since okay. the last time we had an episode, we, in a manner of speaking, split our hairs and we got haircuts that's true you know it's actually already been a maybe a few weeks since we got haircuts or since we recorded the last episode and you know what my hair is already growing back a little bit i mean i I noticed my my sideburns are are getting a little bit longer i'm like geez what the heck i I feel like i just got a haircut that's true my hair is growing out back a little bit i got in fact it looks short but i i had in fact my haircut was a bit shorter than i had intended it had been a while since i had seen the normal um stylist that i normally had seen prior to the pandemic and i think he got maybe a little scissor crazy well we like to say scissor friendly perhaps you know i mean (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't like to, you know, call him crazy. You know, it's not crazy. But anyway, you, you're joking, right? Uh, anyway, um, I mean, boy, oh boy, are you joking? I mean, no, 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 no. I'm just scissor I, friendly. I am joking. I'm joking. But that's the correct term, I think. He got a little scissor friendly, you know. The correct term? What are you talking about? Anyway, um, Max is actually wrong Max's in this? hair. Is no, this? no, no, no. I'm just. I don't know. Anyway, Max's hair. Wait, not, you're not supposed to say scissor. No, 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 no. I didn't say you can't say that. That's not what I'm trying to say. That's you're not, trying to say it has a he. It has a little bit of a negative connotation, and so. But he is a good stylist, so you're saying yeah, he, yeah. He, he's a friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but it. I don't feel like scissor friendly properly denotes what I intend. I think... What you intended to connote. <laughs> no, what I intended to um, express, which is... Well, he cut off a little too much, I feel. Well, anyway, Max's hair but actually it was still does... Good. It was still good, though. Max's hair good. looks a little short right now, but that's only because he just got out of the shower, so... You don't yeah. need to say that. <laughs> I mean, well, well, what are you embarrassed about taking showers? I mean, no, but I mean, it's like, you know, you don't need to say that. Well, okay. Who ca- oh, uh, everybody who's listening to this, Max takes showers. I'm sorry to embarrass well, him. Well, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Maybe it got implanted in my head because one time during sophomore year of college, uh, my music partner, my musicianship partner, I saw Max her, was a music major. In, I saw in, her earlier on. I, I had quite a few classes with her and I saw her earlier on in the day and then the next class I saw her was you know a few hours later and her hair was kind of wet and I was like oh you took a shower and the teacher was like that is so rude and I was like what What? (laughs) I was like I saw her earlier on today you know it just her hair wasn't wet and now it is it just seemed to be you well know. maybe because it, it it implies that oh you looked dirty before you know like i i can like i can see why the teacher might have viewed that as offensive somehow you know well, no he just While, thought it, like like when somebody no he when, thought it was inappropriate he said he thought it was inappropriate like when somebody he said it was inappropriate it's like when somebody sees you after a long time you're like they're like my god you look great like almost as if you hadn't looked good beforehand. No. I mean, they should accept that as a compliment. No, look, hey, I mean, I'm not being, I'm just trying to get in the mindset of your, your former teacher. Well, but I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sensitive in that way. I mean, hey, you know, we gotta, we gotta ease up on trying to be overly sensitive with things these days, you know? Well, it's kind of funny because that, well, whatever, not, you know, that's college. That's a whole different story. That's another topic we should discuss, Nikki, college. Sure. We do high school now and then college later. Well, and then middle school and no. elementary school. Well, sure. but And kindergarten and kinder chicks, if you remember that. It was a preschool. It was the name of a preschool that we went to. Well, but kinder I, maybe we should have Trevor on kinder chicks because he went with us. Today. Sure, but. Our friend Trevor. Um, but I will say that. No, but, you know, the, we, the we do high had, school now. He, he and then in four r- years, in four years, we'll do a topic on college. Well, he, the teacher, I should specify, he didn't say it was rude. He said it was inappropriate. I guess the idea implying that there's something, you know, inappropriate of commenting somebody's personal hygiene, you know, routine, I guess, you know, he thought that. I guess, whatever. I, I That's lame. That. You know? I didn't think that at the time. I, I just was merely, because 
he, you know, I saw her earlier on in the day and I just, she looked, her hair was, you know, weighed down by, you know, dampness. And I just said, oh, you took a shower, you know? It, it, so I don't know. It just, uh, but I guess I can kind of wrap my head around why, that, that's why I thought earlier when I said, Nikki, you don't have to reveal that I took a shower. I guess that's always been kind of, you know, uh, in my head about oh, that. B- by the way, just on a, a small tangent, I know some people like taking showers. Wait, I know I just said you know. I, we tend to say I, you know a lot. Okay. I, I don't know you, if I Now said, that you don't have to point out. <laughs> Did I say you know? Uh, have I been doing it? Oh, gosh, it? man. Just <laughs> quick cut it out over here, you know. As they Cut say, it out. Um, so Joey speaking of showers, you know, maybe this could be another topic for another time. But showers, I do not like taking them. I do take them almost every day, but it's such a drag. Gosh, you know, it's an it's a bit of an annoyance. It's Except a, unless you're like, if unless it's, it's like, like really, really hot, hot, and you're like, all right, taking a shower would feel really good right now. Right, but for the most part, sometimes you just you either want to get on with the rest of your day or you want to go to bed and you just don't want to have to do the added extra chore of taking a shower. Mm-hmm. But you got to. Anyway, that's actually maybe showers should fall under the subject heading of bed, bedtime routines or, or something like that, morning and bedtime routines. Let's talk about it another time. Anyway, well, we have any station. Maybe I mean that's not that interesting. Sure, I guess. Well, that's the that's the beauty of this podcast is we take very trivial subjects and we pick them apart and make yeah, them interesting. They are trivial to most people. What, what we make consider them. To, we make them interesting. No, it would be considered trivial, but to us, we are can be passionate about it. But with you know hygiene routines, I'm not. I don't particularly find that necessarily to be an engaging conversation. But oh, not at all. I think it could be very engaging. Well, maybe. Anyway, station business. Do we have any station business? Station business. Well, I don't believe so. <laughs> uh, I guess we could talk, uh, you know, the U.S. Open's coming up in the next month and a half, and... We're trying to maybe go check that out. <laughs> that's not that exciting. I don't know. That's yes. not really station business, but sure. What about Wimbledon? Novak Djokovic just won his twentieth Grand Slam. Boy, oh boy, he may tied actually, with Federer and Nadal. I gotta say, he may actually be the best of all time. Well, he's he. This is the way I describe the the big three tennis players. That's Federer, Nadal, and, and Djokovic. For those of you who are not sports fans. Maybe you want to fast forward maybe a, one minute or something like that. Or just listen to this uh, exciting discussion well, about I'm the not, Big Three. I'm generally not a big sports fan, but I'm a tennis fan. Tennis is but fun. Ch- most but sports, so I don't really Speaking of the Big about. Three, you know, the way I like to describe each is, is, is um, Federer is, has, has a lot of grace. He's very graceful in his movements and... Um, very calculating, and there's there's a fluidity. There's a fluidity with Nadal. It's it's brute strength and and sort of um, the most amount of effort you have ever seen in a tennis player. He gives it his all every time, and um, so well, no, they all give it their all. He's sort of he's sort of hard hitting and 
and sort of yeah. maximum amount of effort. Novak Djokovic, he is like a robot. He's like a cyborg. I feel like he's he's just he he instinctually knows what to do at any given moment, almost like a robot would, you know. And um, and like a robot, he doesn't quite break down easily as as a human might. He has a high endurance, um, and I think in the French Open, which he also won recently, that was uh, really apparent. Uh, he was down against Tsitsipas, and two sets, two sets, and Tsitsipas. Was it looked like he was on his way to defeating him in his the third set, I think, right? If I remember correctly, but Djokovic just he had better endurance. Tsitsipas is young too. I think he also his nerves got the best of him, and I think he'll grow to realize that. He, well, he'll just he'll get better. I think he's a he's a future star for sure. But, but you know, Djokovic these, has more experience, and, and Djokovic shows no signs of wear and terror. I mean, he's, currently, yeah, he's currently. he's one of the older people. And he's like thirty-four on, years old. Yeah, you know? in the uh, on on the in tour, the, the tour. <laughs> um, God, she is. And uh, but yeah, he just doesn't show any signs. You know, Federer. That's the thing. Why I think Djokovic might be the best because around this time, Federer at this age was winning less Grand Slams. He won most of his. Federer's won, I think he won his last Grand Slam in 2018. It was the Australian Open. Right. And but so... He it, only won, he won most, his fair share of them in the two thousand, like the first decade of the 2000s. All right. Well, anyway, let's... And I, I, I feel like... He was more, talk, I think he more in his 20s during, at that time. I feel like we've talked enough about tennis, though, huh? Okay, that's enough about tennis. That's uh, a whole other subject we could delve sure, into. Yeah, yeah. Although, I, you know, maybe... You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, you know, we're working on these new songs we've been working on for a long time now, and Ooh, hopefully yeah. they come out soon. Another thing that's going to come out very soon, probably within the next week or so, is about a, a year and a half ago, Max and I set out on a project to release a music video every week, a live music video every week, usually of oldies covers and jazz standards and sometimes the occasional... Uh, heartfelt original and, and uh, sometimes the occasional yes that's redundant well you know i'm a redundant guy i'm a redundant guy uh uh-huh. and people during that time kept telling us put those covers on spotify and max and i were in the under the impression at the time that we'd have to license the songs to in order to put them on spotify or any streaming service well, I recently looked it up, and Spotify and iTunes, or Apple, rather, has, have made a deal with uh, publishing companies, and they will pay out the publishing companies um, even if you stream covers on, on their sites. So you can go for it. And so with all that said, Max and I will be releasing all those covers on Spotify, or at least uh, the top 40 to 45 uh, of our favorite covers of those 52 because we did them for 52 weeks, which is a year. And we're going to release them on Spotify and iTunes and Bandcamp. So look there out for go. that. So all of you fans that wanted 
to be able to stream those whenever you wanted to without the hassle of going through YouTube and YouTube ads, you can now st you will soon be able to stream them on Spotify and iTunes and so on and so forth. And there you go. Mm -hmm. And finally, let's get on with the topic at hand. High, High school. school. Well, what about where do we it, start? Well, okay, let's start Ninth off grade. Let, no, let's start. Let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. Los Angeles, California, more specifically Van Nuys, more specifically, even more so, Valley Glen, California, 2002. More specifically, the cross streets of Coldwater and Oxnard. Well, between Oxnard and Burbank. 2002, September. Two wide-eyed lads walking into what seemed like a, a big... Ah, I can't do this. I'm not one of these types that can improvise a whole story setting here. I mean, who am I? Fraser well, Crane over here? Right. I mean, geez. Anyway, <laughs> Nikki and I... Went to a high school of about what it was over two thousand students, right? Uh, yeah, there were no, there were three thousand. In fact, there were three. This is how the the statistic was: is at the start of every year there would be about three thousand students, and by the end of the year there would be about twenty four hundred students. Something about uh, around six hundred students would drop out over the course of the year. Um, also, our incoming class of freshmen. What was that? How many was that? Maybe about a thousand, over a thousand. But then the graduate, by the time we graduated, by the time we graduated, there were it went down to like four hundred or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that that's a bad thing. Some kids drop out and then go get their GEDs and then go on to a junior college, or they might, you know, or they have other aspirations that maybe school's not the thing for them. Our sister, she got her GED when she was in 11th grade and then she went to community college and then she transferred to UC Santa Cruz and she had a great education there, you know? Right. So, so there you go. But we're talking specifically about right now, currently our, our particular high school experience. Well, our particular high school experience, but also others. We've taught high school substitute teaching, by the way. So that'll go into this conversation. Oh, gosh. By the okay. Way. Well, this is a, a loaded subject here, I guess. There's mm -hmm. a lot to talk about. Um, let's start off with us going to high school. You know, we. So, ninth grade, we come in, we had a few friends from middle school and elementary school that entered this particular high school. And. Uh, so take it away, Nikki. <laughs> what would you Pardon? like to talk about first? Uh, well, you know, I guess I remember the first day, I, a few first couple days of school. I felt self-conscious. I, I, I must admit when we walked into that homeroom class, I was quite nervous. I was nervous. I, I felt like I always got nervous you know, we though, were, the day, day before the first day of school. I felt like, you know, we were in this homeroom with with older kids and I felt like they were staring at us like, oh, who are these freshmen? Wait, homeroom? With other kids? Yeah, there were older kids in our homeroom, yeah. In ninth grade. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't our homeroom. I cannot remember. It might have been oh, oh, no. Spanish no, 1. You're, you're it might have been Spanish you're, you're 2. You're incorrect. Yeah. It might have been Spanish, Spanish 2. Spanish 2. Yeah. It was yeah. Miss Abaracin's class. Abaracin Schaefer, actually. She was married. 
Um, and they had a hyphenated name, I believe. Well, anyway, she that yes, it was Spanish too. But there were a lot of there were older kids in the class, and I just I felt self conscious. I felt like they were staring at me, and you know, thinking I'm some. No, this wasn't the first course twerp. of the day. We were in marching band. That was the first class we went to, actually. And that, that's right. Max and I went. were in marching band our first semester of, uh, of uh, sorry, of freshman, freshman year and sophomore year. So, um, yes, there is a Partially, there was a reason for it was that we would get PE credit for being in the marching that band. That's partially reason, but we also but were all musicians, too. We are also musicians, and I played the trumpet. I played, played the saxophone. The alto, the alto saxophone. saxophone. And anyway... Just to make this more... We were also, later on in high school, we were involved in the jazz band, and at one point, and even orchestra. the orchestra. And, um, I was in the musicals, too. Anyway, oh, I, Yeah, sorry. I was in the musicals. We're, we're oh, we'll get to that later. Too much about but that, that's more personal experience, and which, which to, we'll get to, you know. To make this more relatable, we were a bit nervous, as many people are. I mean, high school, you're... This is... You're meeting kids that have gone through, you know, you are going through puberty at that time, which is always a very self-conscious awkward stage, awkward stage of, of your life. But not only that, you are going into a place where there are kids that have already kind of gone through a lot of the, you know, have gone through puberty in a way and kind of already look older. So there is a kind of a self-consciousness already in that as well. You're this young ninth grader that's going through the process and then you're also in classrooms with people that have facial hair. Right, I, I remember look older, you know? uh, being on the sort of the quad, as they called it, the, the lawn area of the, that people hung out on uh, during recess and lunch, and, or they called it nutrition in our day. Um, and I remember there were some kids, they looked so much older, you know, the discrepancy between a freshman and a, and a senior was pretty great at that point. Well, you know? especially for us, because we've always looked, we've young, always looked for age. young for our age. Mm -hmm. You know, I think even in college and beyond, I still looked, you know, like a high like a youngster. But you look, uh, you you look at uh, you know, two thousand two, these freshmen entering high school, and you think, I, I'm I'm looking back right now, and I'm thinking. At, I'm looking at all the kids, and I'm thinking, Mickey, come on, boy. Fashion was horrible back in 2002. Fashion in 2002, fashion, even our own fashion exactly. was not that good. It, I will say it wasn't. Well, yeah, it wasn't. I that feel great. like I started developing my fashion sense around uh, in the middle of 11th grade, maybe a little bit earlier, and um, and uh, I didn't start developing my fashion sense until college. But I didn't truly gain a great understanding of who, what I wanted to look like until maybe I got to college. But, um, but no, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. So Fashion was terrible back at that point. You know, there were still, you know, skater clothes were maybe still the, the popular kind of thing to wear. I think we um, even were was, wearing still... Were we still wearing skater shoes? Yeah, we were, and um, God, how how I regret that because it's bad for our feet, you know. We and wore these expensive. loose shoes, and I, I wasn't wearing my orthotics they at the time. They were big too; they were like big. But our older brother had referred to them as clown shoes. 
You know, I they were in back then, like ESs or S's. Some people call them. Sometimes and I think back and DC. I I look back on those years and think, boy, if I could change certain things, I would tell myself, dress this way, dress a certain way. Trust me, the, the ladies, ladies are going to love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, that's a part of high school. You you do you go through a lot of things that you regret and well also by the way when we got to college there was a big change in just fashion in general a large part of it is has to do with Mad Men becoming popular actually but yeah yeah it's um, the six slim fitting clothes i mean they was already they were already starting to come into fashion before that i mean kids were wearing tight jeans but fitting clothes were starting fitting to come fitting clothes in. really started becoming a thing i would say when we were maybe ju- juniors or seniors in high school, actually. I mean, sorry, in, in juniors and seniors in college, rather. N- 2008, 2009. Oh, n- no, not necessarily. Yes, yes, but ne- necessarily. But we were kind of wearing, starting to wear uh, slim jeans you know, in sophomore year. I, I got to say, we are spending way too much time on okay. fashion. Hey, that's not that's even the your most, fault. You brought it up. Uh, you brought it anyway, up. But I do think, gosh, fashion was so terrible even, like all the way from from the '90s all the way until the mid 2000s, fashion was really bad. Um, well, particularly the '90s. Particularly though. the '90s, particularly especially the 90s. men's fashion. Was, I mean, you can kind of see it in Frasier. The, the, the suits were ill-fitting, suits were really ill-fitting, and like people are swimming in their swimming suits. in their suits. But it's you can start. Janko to see, jeans was a thing that was terrible. Yeah, but you can start to see, you know, the, the things starting to get slimmer. As as Fraser went on, you know, anyway, into the two thousands. So, but, but we, but you know, speaking we, of Janko stuff in high school, some kids would be wearing these Janko pants, jeans, and pants. You know. Anyway, so you look at it and you think, "Wow, man, what a time!" You know, what? Okay, a, let's get more specific here. Okay, you're talking about fashion. That's okay. Not the hugest part, although right, that is right. a significant part for sure. All um, right. Basically. Teenagers during that time, they're Uggs, by the way. They're, That's oh, what I hate it. Anyway, teenagers in high school, they're going through a lot of changes, especially in your early part of high school. But there's a lot just to think about. You're worrying about college. And so why all this pressure in high school? This is, I guess, what I want to start off with. There's some things that I just hope that high schools can improve upon uh, in years to come, because in, during my years, I never got enough sleep during high school, especially my junior year. Um, there's so much pressure to get into a good college. And Max and I did go to a good college. We went to UC Berkeley. You don't have to mention and, that. Uh, but we worked really hard like at it. That, that's something. the thing, is you have to work so hard um, to do well. And so here's bullet point number one. Why so much homework? Why does there have to be so much homework in high school? I mean, you, they can't accomplish what they need to teach you at school. You're supposed to go to school only to get home and do more school. I mean, that doesn't make sense. I mean, you, you got to get some rest. You need to have some homework, though. I mean, you, oh, yeah, you need but, to practice the skills you're learning throughout the day. And, I know, but you need the rest. You know, Max and I were really good at math. Let me tell you what. I've forgotten 
how to do so much of the math we learned in high school. And we well, were really good at it. Well, okay, but we didn't, it's because we don't utilize it, a lot of it, you know, today, because we didn't, foc- that's not our focus in, but, in life. Yeah, but Max, come on, there's just got to be a, a we, they got to change, a, a, a major systemic change in high school with the homework. I mean, Jesus. It's true. There is a lot, especially- There was nights where- U.S. history, we did these things called Cornell Notes, AP U.S. history. I hated them. One of the com- biggest complete waste of Some time- Some nights I would get two hours of sleep- I've ever had. I would get two hours of sleep before I had to go to, you know, wake up and go to school the next day, all due to those Cornell Let Notes. Let me tell you, it was also just- the teacher's dependency on the, that for us to learn was just ridiculous. Just to give you an example of how much of a waste of a time it was, uh, no, I think out of all the U.S. This was our the, high school in particular, right, which was the, not great. Of the AP U.S., of all the people that took the AP U.S. history test, only two people passed. There you go. There you go. Um, but you know, Max. Uh, you know it. It's just the homework is stressful. No, it, but some people did it right. I feel like our AP psychology teacher did it right. She assigned homework that would test your knowledge. She knew exactly what would kind of be on the test, and she would okay. test your knowledge of that stuff. And I thought she was very good about uh, about uh, teaching what was needed for to to succeed at the AP test. There's just so much unwanted stress during high school. You're already going to experience that during your adult life. Let children be children, you know, or let teenagers be teenagers. So that brings me to another point. Yeah, but don't you think that there is something to homework in that it causes you to have... I, I discipline I, I, yourself I just, in a way. I, 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 I disagree. I just to focus I've, on completing an assignment that has a deadline, and you do learn to do that kind of a thing. Okay, later you know in what? life, I, you know? I, I, I mean, you have so to do maybe that later. No, not homework every night. You know, no, I, I still. Let me tell you, what, I don't. I still have stress dreams where I am in high school and there's a class. I'm doing well in high school, but there's one class that I have not gone to in many, many weeks, and I keep putting it off, and I, I'm going to fail this class. I, I and, have that. Or, or there's like, I have that kind of dream Some too, kind of often. assignment that I haven't done, and, and, or an essay or something, and, and I keep thinking I have to do it, and I just never well, get done. I, I get that kind of class. I get that kind of dream, and sometimes I think, oh, well, I guess I'll just drop this class, and I'll take it next semester, but I keep thinking, oh, crap, did I even drop this class? I didn't think I did. Sometimes I think... I'm already going to high school for an extra semester, you know, because yeah. I, I didn't complete this class, you know? And sometimes it turns into a college thing, but from my understanding that, that's a kind of a common dream. Not, I mean, there is, uh, you know, there's a, more of a uh, hidden meaning to it, though, that's anyway, not, it doesn't have anything to do with school, actually, you know, it you has know, something but to do more a- with anyway, High school, there's a lot of anxiety and angst going on. I mean, you're a teenager, you might be depressed, you might feel like you're not fitting in in your high school, uh, you might feel like the only one, you're, nobody understands you. You also might be experiencing rela- you know, romantic relationships for the first time, and that's an extra added layer of stress uh, for some people. And 
So that mixed with because you're you're becoming a young adult and you're learning adult things. You, you get your driver's license adult. and you're you're being trusted to to drive, which is an adult thing. Um, yeah. And so there's all this stress. Homework, driver's license. Too much homework. Get- too much homework is is just not good. They got to change it. Here's another bullet point. And, and also because that's a real. You're growing, your body is changing, you're growing. You need the most amount of sleep ever. You need the most amount of sleep. Max and I might be, might be taller today. Who well, knows? Maybe. I feel like we could be. But you really need We did not get enough sleep in high school. No, no. I would say on average, we got six hours of sleep a night, which is not enough. It's not enough. No, it's not good. You need between seven to nine hours. I would say as a teenager, you should probably be getting nine hours of sleep a night. You should. Um, well, I mean, who so knows? Here, which you, brings, you should just get enough where you can naturally wake up and feel. And that's the thing. If, if teenagers homework, are more prone to staying up late, and that, that's already, if, you if, know. If that's ho- another thing that should so, maybe be changed is later start times. That's what I was going to get to if you let me get to my next bullet point. Later, later start, start times. Later start times. If First of all, if homework is is causing you to go to bed too late, That's there's too much homework then. That's just the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Uh, now, I will say, Max and I... That's the bottom we line. Did, we did... Uh, oh, you know, we created a, a large workload for ourselves. We took a total of nine that, AP classes. That was a lot. Dur- nine AP classes during our high school careers, as, as it were. And uh, I mean, but that's another thing. Which is kind of this overemphasis on trying to get into a good college, and you're like, and you oh, need to like, how am I going to do that? I need to take sure, but it's also uh, was a personal, rigorous course load. It's you know? also a personal thing where you're thinking, I should be taking the the hardest course because I want to get the most out of it. You know, like sure. I, I I mean that's just a personal thing where we're like. Sure. No, I don't want to take honors English. I want to take AP English language because I'm going to get the most out of that class. I'm going to By get the way, way more our teacher the... for that class, Dr. Pressman. Pressman, was a very good teacher. He was uh, he one of our of top men- two teachers uh, in high school. And he became sort of a mentor to us. Our other favorite teacher was our AP English literature teacher, Mrs. Sure, Fisher. Sure, sure. Um, both English teachers. Uh, yeah, he, Dr. Pressman, what a great, great teacher you know he became a, a friend even uh, somebody who i talked to after college right we would always play chess yes we should call him up actually we should we haven't talked to him in i haven't talked to him in maybe eight, eight years yeah it's 2013 um but so that brings me just to the next point later start times high school teenagers they don't go to bed by 10 p.m i'm sorry that just doesn't happen they don't want to go to bed by then. I feel like there's something hardwired in teenagers' brains to make them want to go to bed as early, I mean, at the earliest midnight, which means that they shouldn't be having to wake up until at the earliest 8 a.m., which means high school should really start at 10 a.m., I think. And if you want to go later on in the day, like 5 p.m., so be it. That's a little late, sure. But uh, maybe there's a way to condense the classes and maybe make high school get out at four. That's another thing. The high school day is too long. Yeah, I know. Let's, okay, let's just take, let's just imagine here for a second. 
You get to school. You start school at around eight, right? You get out about. Well, hold on. When we were a marching band, seven. We had to, we get, had there to get there at seven. seven. I mean, that's just a ridiculous thing, right there. It was almost like having seven periods. Um, but you know, that's on us. You know, we did that. And also, kids they do extracurriculars too, like they're in the musical or whatever. I mean, I was in I was in a musical in eleventh grade and twelfth grade. I mean. Yes, I know it sounds like I'm bragging a little bit. I was the lead in in the musical in which was Hair in my senior year of high school. You know, you're you're involved in all these extracurriculars because you think that's going to look good on my college application. Not only that, I wanted to be involved in the musicals, but I didn't even have enough time to do that, and I had to stay long hours after school to to be involved in those musicals. And, you know. Well, anyway, let's just check it out for somebody that's not even taking extracurricular stuff. I mean, a lot of kids do sports too, by the way. So that's an that's a few hours after school already. I mean, we took we did tennis in high school. Yes, we were in played tennis. We weren't very good at it, but we did well, play. I mean, we were all right. No, we were all right. We weren't we bad. Were all right. We were all right, but we weren't bad. But hey, well, you know, you're 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 that's one's telling me not to be so braggadocious. But. I'm not, but don't say that we're not very good. I mean, we were all right. Sure, sure, sure. We were we were not bad, um, but. Yeah, even the tennis team, you're you're staying after school to do, you know, the matches. And well, but it's not just that. Every, a lot of kids do some extracurricular, be it baseball, basketball, golf, any sports, sports, sports or, in general, you or know? like uh, you know the different clubs, like the nursing club. There was a <laughs> nursing. There was club? a nursing club. <laughs> That's interesting. It was like kids who wanted to be future nurses. Anyway. Uh, yeah, there were different clubs people did. Oh, I, we did a lot of clubs. Actually, I created. Well, but there's the, also student leadership, which you know takes up time. People hold on, hold do on, it. real quick. I created the comedy club in high school. You know that? How about that? I created when the, I was a sophomore in college. I created the comedy club. I created the cartooning club, and I believe we had one meeting. The comedy club I had very committed a to lot it. of meetings. Uh, at first, it was a thing where we would do stand-up. Max and I did, did some jokes, but nobody really else nobody else really did stand-up in there, so we ended up just either watching stand-up comedy clips or we ended up, at one point, just showing like episodes of Family Guy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Um, or, well, I, yeah. or I remember watching the Comedy Central Presents of Mitch Hedberg one uh, one meeting or or something with Rodney Danger. I remember we were talk just a meeting. We just talked about Rodney Dangerfield. It was two thousand four because that's when he had passed away. Um, oh, really? Well, Mitch Hedberg also had passed away. Sure. When we were watching mm-hmm. that film footage of him, but uh, so the comedy club that was fun. You know, you do these clubs, but we were involved in a lot of clubs, and we weren't involved in some clubs that we tried. To, we snuck into the photos of for the yearbook. <laughs> That was a day we were trying to uh, a little skip out on class and and try to justify it by saying we had to fo- do the photos. Well, that was a thing clubs. though. Sometimes, especially when I was a, a sophomore, sometimes there were t- there were there were classes that we wouldn't be doing anything in. I would ask to go use the bathroom, and I would just sort of walk around the halls and go into different classes and hang out with different friends. Uh, it was sort of weird, you Not know. Not me. I never did that. I did that. that during orchestra because it it I played the saxophone and the teacher at the time, he didn't really have much in the way of a saxophone part. 
Uh, I didn't do that. But so I would go hang out with my friends that were in the academic decathlon. Uh, <laughs> boy, that sounded really nerdy in a way. I know. Well, he it, said, I, I skipped out on my orchestra class to hang out with my friends in academic decathlon. <laughs> uh, well, it was funny because they didn't do anything at that point because they had already done their competitions or whatever. No, I, I'm just kidding. I it know. It sounds nerdy, but I know it, it does. It know, does. It, we, we did all that stuff. We did science bowl. Well, here's the thing about Max, uh, and me is we were involved with so many different things that we ended up becoming friendly with a lot of different groups and a lot of different people in high school such that people would know us as the wine box. I didn't even know who some of these people were. Really? Is that true? I remember when I was driving before, we were driving home from school and this girl was like, is that wine box? Is that wine box driving? And I'm like, who are you? I don't even know who you are. And I don't even think she knew my first name. Really? Yeah. I, and I thought, I thought, oh, that's interesting that just people are getting to know us as the wine box. You know, we were twins too. And um, I didn't know that. But so by the time we were seniors, just our, so I, I guess this kind of gets into our, the next part, part of the subject. Well, okay. we, we didn't because really we went to finish ninth grade, but because we were, well, it, we're doing tangents. I mean, it's going to be hard to cover every minute. Tangents are made. <laughs> tangents are made. That should be our, our slogan. Tangents are made. Splitting airs with Max and Nikki. Nikki. Tangents, tangents are made. made. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you watch movies and TV shows, there's always a display of. Was a, there a movie club? There was uh, Chris Maller. He started the, the film. Uh, film Appreciation Club. Oh, which did he really? never really got off. Uh, it, it never really, uh, I think there was one meeting or something. <coughs> Man, that's too bad. That would have been a well, we, cool Well, we went club. to a school where there was a, uh, it was a communications and technology magnet, which we were uh, members of the magnet. And so we were required there to were, take- there, uh, were, there were film classes. Film, film class. And computer classes, but computer we class. took these film classes, which is kind of a cool thing that would be offered at a high sure. school, right? I film mean, class. we also took AP computer science as well. Sure. Um, uh, that was a fun class. It was just kind of, it was mainly guys in that class, and it was just kind of, there was this one girl in it, but it just, There was just one girl, and so- it, it was just kind but of. She was like one of the guys. It was too. kind it was, of a boys' club. It was kind of a boys' club, but it was fun for that reason. I remember you know? this one guy of, farted in the class, and he just didn't care because it was just all guys. Mostly, right, but we know? all laughed because it was this. I mean, one because he farted, but two because there was this realization that he farted because he he felt comfortable farting in front of everybody. That was this realization that we all felt, and that was funny, you know. Right. And and also that guy. A few moments later, he he had to go to the bathroom, and he came back, and he told the whole class, "He's like, he's like, I feel ten pounds lighter." <laughs> I just thought no other class would he be able to, you know, feel comfortable saying that. I feel like right, right, and that was cool. And that class was very cool. I felt like um, not that I feel it just there was a certain kind of vibe because there were all guys in that class. Not to say that girls can't have that feeling too. And Look, you know, we're guys and you know when you're just a bunch of your uh, your, your own kind, it's it's kind of fun. You're just like, you know, the boys, you know, the boys, you know. You can kind of just let loose and 
You know, I mean, I know, there's, there's no added pressure of having to impress. Right, especially in high school. I guess that's what we're trying to say is that in high school, it can be particularly a self-conscious time. So if you're around, you know, if you're a boy and you're around girls, you feel the pressure and vice versa. You feel a, a pressure of acting a certain way. And, you know, when it's just the boys, you don't really... There is a certain pressure there too, for sure, but not... You can kind of, yeah, as Nikki said, let loose a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, was I talking about? Oh, yeah. See how I, I feel it, like I'm it, trying to, feel like I'm trying to have to ex- over explain myself because, well, that's just a whole nother topic. But. In film and in television, you always see a pr- representation of clicks going on. And I got to say, and, and there, so there were like popular groups and things like that. Our high school didn't really have a popular group, maybe because it was so large. It was so that large. there was no popular group. Um, there were right the homecoming people that sort of hung out on the quad, I guess. But right, like the prom king and queen were not popular. There was no like though. That's those are the popular kids, you know. Yeah, um, especially when we, by the time we were seniors, I feel like. Everyone, of, everybody kind of knew friend, each other. Everyone I mean, was not knew each other, but everybody was sort of friendly with each other. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, oh, you don't want to hang out with those nerds or or something like that. You know that. Right. That wasn't there was a always. Thing, you know? There was always. Maybe there was a a guy in the, the group that you were hanging out with that was friends, like good friends with the people in another group, and so you kind of just there was this mixing of groups you know even though you kind of hung out with the people that you hung out with but you switched it around you know i mean we hung out when we were seniors we we hung out with i guess you could describe them as maybe what what hipsters would might become eventually right um but we we also hung out with uh, the the valedictorian of of the school, um, he was this kid from Armenia, who was also in our AP computer science class. He was the only one that passed the class. Although the the sorry not the class but the test, I would have passed it, but we didn't get enough time okay, on the AP Max, test. Max, I'm very really, disappointed Max, about really, that. Who I really cares? am. Max, really, who cares? I, I am. I do care. Um, I'm disappointed. But about we that. Um, and then we would hang out with those. Him and, and some other guys who, you know, were in jazz band with us. And then all these people would be friends. We would all be friends with some of the baseball players who were like kind of jock-ish kind of guys. But not really. Really kind of jocks. They and weren't like the They weren't your prototype. Uh, you know, they weren't. They weren't like what a jock you would see in, on TV would be. They were. They definitely had jock, you know. Mannerisms and stuff. They had jocular uh, tendencies. Jocular. I know. I'm. I. I, It was a double entendre, as it were. (laughs) Okay. Uh, No, because they were fun to joke. They were fun to joke around with. Um, No. Yeah. We all. And the mixing of all those groups really came together in the shared classes we had, and we all were kind of friendly with each other. And all of the all of us. Granted, we weren't friends with every single group in, in the high school because it And it was, was also not like we were, you know, 3,000 friends with three, all these students, 3,000 students in the we high school. We weren't like really good friends I will friends say with amongst all, all these people, we all tried 
I feel like pretty hard in school. I mean, we there. That's not true. Maybe no, that's not, not true. true. I don't know, but um, I don't know. I mean, like a friend from you know from jazz band who played trombone ended up going to UCLA with a friend who was on the baseball team who went to UCLA, you know, it was, it was like that, you know? And I remember them bonding with each other at a graduation. Wait, who was on the baseball uh, They Both oh. of them, they had the same name, actually. No, no, they didn't. No, they, they didn't. didn't. They had the same, same first They letter. had the same initials, rather. Right. Oh, they were bonding? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, but... Anyway, so clicks weren't a thing because of such a big well, high school. They, but there were. But also, you were. I mean, yeah, there weren't like clicks in the same way that you you absolutely wouldn't hang out with other people. Right, but, but also on top of that, this is Los Angeles, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the middle of America where uh, I, I feel like. Hey, this is just the impression I get from TV and movies, and maybe some documentaries. Is you get the impression that there's more of a division in kinds of the groups in in the middle of America, maybe because it's so small. I don't know. Well, not just the middle of America, but, you know, just, uh, no, I, suburban. I hate to admit, but we did watch that show, 13 Reasons Why, and there is a bit of a division of groups in that, right? You know, depictions of just smaller towns and sure. even in California and, and the coasts and stuff. Sometimes too. I watch these these movies or television shows and I think I long for... I have a nostalgia almost for those things that I might have missed by not growing up in a smaller town and, and, and going to a smaller town high school. I kind of feel like, oh, if I grew up in a suburban area where you ride bikes everywhere and, you know, there's all flat surfaces, you know, I might have, there might have been a girl next door, you know, that I fell in love with or something like that. And I, something... You know, just my experience was very different. You know, I grew up in, in Hollywood, and I just... And we went to school. We went to high in, school in the valley, in the valley. and uh, it just... But that's a unique, unique experience in of it's, itself. No, it's a unique experience, but it makes me long for something that I might have missed by not growing You're up. You're just... But buying I am, into the idealized, I, I, romanticized. Sure, you know, you watch the Wonder Years and you think kind of. This I want American I want dream. That kind of thing, I wish you know? I had this coming of age story with Winnie Cooper and and you know. But at the same time, you know, I talk to people who did grow up in those areas and they think, trust me, that's only on TV and movies. It, it, in in reality, it wasn't. It wasn't great. So. Who knows? Um, but you do have sort of a, a longing, you know? You, you look at it and you think... All right, enough about that. Uh, Let's talk about high school. Oh, I did want to say something real quick, uh, which is I... We were talking about the hours, and what would end up happening, because school would start so early and we would be staying up so late to finish homework, is Max and I would... We would be tardy quite often uh, and we would get caught in these things called tardy sweeps where they would just basically they would round up all the kids that would be arriving late and they would put them into the high school auditorium and uh, you would have to sit there for pretty much the bulk of the first period and this made absolutely no sense to me it was pretty stupid this idea that 
if you're tardy, let's make them miss class altogether. Because the here's is, the thing. You're, you would you're, want these kids to have be a part of class more, more so, because these are the kids, these, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. Well, here's the thing. Usually the kids that are in the charter sweep are kids that are not the best students. And that's not if, necessarily true. Well, anyway, I mean, we, they, here's, the, here's, here's the two-pronged effect of a charter sweep. With the bad kids, you're making the bad kids not go to class, which, which is, is what, what they, they want. want. And the good kids, you're preventing them from going to class, going to class which is preventing them from learning and, and, and getting those te- high test scores and, and, uh, and doing better in school, which is what the school would want because they want to look like a better school, you know? Well, and for the bad kids, it's like you're, you're preventing them. Uh, you're, you're giving, yeah, exactly what Nick is. You're giving them what they want, and that's, not, that's no punishment. Look, here's, here's a... Uh, and plus... Here's well, a fun, it's not, uh, here's it's a not fun. just punishment, but it's also, um, it reinforces the behavior, I feel. Okay, so, all right, up next. Um, anyway, so ninth grade, yeah, so, by the way, as, as the year in ninth grade, so I want to get back to ninth grade here. As the year went by ninth grade, you know, you, the nerves start to go away. And you start- I remember, though, in ninth grade, when we got to ninth grade, I mean, you can decide whether or not you want to cut this. I remember the first day there, we were, you know, the only people we knew were our friends from middle school and elementary school who were going to high school with us. And a few of them, I remember at lunchtime, we were trying to hang out with them and they were not trying to hang out with us. They were trying to ditch us. Ditch us. They were trying to separate themselves, not be our friends anymore. Right. Well... By the end of high school, we were friends with them again, or we were that well, that that them trying to ditch us that lasted, lasted uh, maybe, maybe a, a day or two. Uh, or uh, yeah, it didn't last because we ended up hanging out with another friend from middle school who had another friend we had just met, and then everybody just started hanging out. Anyway, I was at that time. You start thinking, "Wow, I should really just try to find new friends." We actually did start to hang out with other friends. They tended to be were, older. Right. Uh, that were in the marching band. Well, then we started hanging out with, especially in 10th grade, we started hanging out with friends that were not in the march. They were right. just. Well, so anyway. But, they were just but, friends that were involved in comedy, I guess you could say. I mean, Max and I, especially me, started doing stand up comedy at the end of our, our freshman year of high school. And. Um, Yes, we got we got to know some people that wanted to do comedy too. They're older than us, and anyway, we should kind of pick up the them. pace here and and not make so many tangents. You know, okay. Um, I just wanted to say that just to relate it back to high school again, you start to get a little bit more confident as you progress through your ninth grade, um, or at least we did. And their se- our second semester, we were on the tennis team. And a lot of the kids on the tennis team were older than us. And, you know, just because they were older, we kind of thought they were cooler, actually, you know. Right. In retrospect, looking back on it, I, if I were a senior in high school, I would probably not hang out with those guys. Although well, were, I don't know. What well, are you talking about? Okay, oh, I take oh, it back. you take that I take back. back. You take that I take back. It back. They were really funny, and they were fun to hang out with. They were know? really funny and fun to hang out with. But I will say that 
outside of school, I probably, you know. You don't know that. Well, maybe no. you're right. Maybe you're right. Let's cut that out. Let's cut that out. No, Let's you can keep it, keep it in. Keep it in. No, no, I, I regret saying that. I'm sorry. I just, what I meant by that was I feel like maybe our tastes and things were probably not quite the same as theirs. Um, but yeah, you start gaining a little bit more confidence. Because anyway, you we, start- kept trying to, we kept trying to hang out with those guys a little bit, even though they were older. And I, I feel like they probably didn't want these little, you know, these little ninth graders hanging out with them. But they were being very kind of nice. They were, they, were, they were cool. They were cool, you know. Um, I will say there was one time I went and tried to hang out with one of them. And one of them was hugging this girl for a prolonged time. And I was just kind of standing there. And, you know, he just, he got annoyed with me after that. And I was like, I didn't understand why. I was like, wait, you were just hugging her. Who cares? And I just, I I didn't realize he was trying to make something happen with her. It just seemed like he was... I, I don't know. I, I was just totally oblivious. <laughs> I was such a youngster. And I think that was one of the reasons why I think, you know, there was definitely a separation in, in ages there, you know? I mean, right, right, right. You know, you, you learn stuff a little bit well, more. Well, you know, you really do change over the course of high school. That's, that's a big thing, big topic here is change. I remember seeing kids, they look like scrawny kids going into high school. And by the senior year, they really changed. Some kids started dressing different ways and started trying to become cool, quote, quote, unquote. And um, I remember this one kid, he looked like some nerdy, scrawny kid. And then by the end of high school, he was tall, sort of guy wearing these baggy clothes and just his accent changed too, you know? Who? I, I don't even know if you remember him, but I don't even know his name actually. But I remember this kid and it just... People change. Um, and uh, my views on things change. I remember I was so anti, like, I remember we became friends with these guys who were sort of, looking back on it, they were like probably the stoners of, you know, they, they were... They were, or they were hipsters, I guess you could say. They were hipsters. What are you we already talked about the hipsters. No, 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 not them, but these oh, other the guys. Years that were a year older They were a year us. older than us, and they were also really, like, pretentious and stuck up. Really pretentious and stuck up. In a funny way. In a, in a funny way that we kind of related to, especially at that time. Yeah, but. Because we were pretty pretentious, I'd say. I, I would but say But I remember. That. We were very narrow-minded in our scope. I, I remember think, ninth grade of, when I first how heard. should be. When I first heard that they, like, smoked marijuana, I was, like, so against it i was like i can't believe you guys do that like that is not cool and by the time i was in 12th grade i was more open to the idea of other people doing these you know smoking marijuana if they wanted to you know that was okay um at this point in my life i i don't like i mean we didn't do that i i I know this sounds like a a bit of a tightwad kind of thing or I don't know. Wait, tightwad? That's not the right term for I mean, that. This, this sounds like tightwad a little... Tightwad has to do with money. This sounds about? like... Oh, really? Oh, whoops. Well, this sounds like a prudish, I guess you could say, is I don't... I don't like marijuana or marijuana smoke. I don't like it around me. I hate the smell of marijuana. In fact, the fact... When it became legalized in New York recently, people are smoking on the street, and when I pass by it, I just... It really bothers me. 
Um, in the same way that cigarette smoke bothers me when I pass by it. Um, but it's going to happen. And I do think legalizing it is ultimately better because it's probably better for the economy. It will lead to less incarcerations and, and drug-related incarcerations and things like that. But ultimately, I don't like it around me. I don't like marijuana around me. Um, and I, at, by the time I was in even 11th grade, I, I, I felt that way. And I think when I was in 12th grade, I think if I had looked it back, it, if my freshman self looked at myself in 12th grade, he, he might not have liked my 12th grade per self. What? My ninth grade self might not have liked my 12th grade self. Because my fashion was changing by then too, and and I was dressing a lot better. I dressed, I had sweaters, and and, and Nikki even and, dressed like a hippie at one point. Just no, that he was, was in a musical uh, called uh, the he was in Hair, the musical yeah. Hair. No, but I I making a joke. I, I I wore tight jeans and and they weren't uh, tight. They were pretty well fitting jeans. No, they were tight jeans. I I think. Anyway. Uh, I wore sweaters and collared shirts and, you know, it, it, okay. I just, I changed, but did my personality change? I don't know about that. All right. What about you, Max? My views on things changed, but yeah. what, do, what about you? Do you feel you changed over the course of high school? I feel like I became more of an open-minded person. I feel and like I became more open-minded, yes. I feel like I became more open-minded and I think, uh... Yeah, I felt like maybe I was a bit pretentious in my my tastes. I think in ninth grade, uh, but right, I, I will say that there is a sense of me still that exists today that that is from ninth grade. I think, as we've kind of said often, that you were kind of essentially, or at least for me, I feel like I there's an essential part of me that hasn't ever changed since. Well, maybe since I was 14 or something like that. You know? Well, I remember meeting up for lunch with a friend uh, the summer after our junior year of college. Um, this was a high school friend. And he said, you know, you guys just came back from studying abroad. And after going to college for three years and knowing you since you guys were freshmen, you guys really haven't changed much. You know, he's like, a lot of people, their personalities would change, but you guys the core of who you guys are is the same. and Yeah, I, but I will argue with that particular guy. I don't think he even ever seen us in our own most com- comfortable zone, you know. I, I feel like... Take, right. He, I feel like he probably, if he would see us now, I feel like he would maybe think that we have changed. Sure. But I always felt not the most comfortable, especially at the time. I feel like I, uh, I, I became more that's a, a thing after going through high school and going into college i feel like i became more comfortable with myself about who i am you know i feel like especially in college i know we're delving into college but you become uh you have a better sense of yourself and i think people are very open minded in college and they're all about kind of welcoming different walks of life and all about the Benjamins. Well, yeah. And so I just think there, there's a kind of a, there's an openness and a comfort, a comfort in being who you are, I guess. And 
I felt like people respond well to that, to who I was. And so I just felt that gave me a certain self-confidence that I feel like carried on through till now, I feel like. Something that was uh, very specific to our high school were, and this sound, might sound a little weird, but there were these riots at our high school between the Armenians and Latinos. I know what you're thinking. What? Doesn't even make sense, right? How does how how is that even a thing? Well, why why would that not make sense? Because it just where where else do you hear about Armenians and Latinos uh, at, at right, war with each other? Right, but you saying it doesn't make sense? That sounds. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. Well, anyway, here's the reason. It our makes sense school, because they were the two largest our minorities school, at our, our high, high school, school. They were the two largest minorities at our high school, and it's sort of a weird thing that. You hear about riots and or 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 violence at other schools and other parts of the world, and it just so happens that this particular pocket of the valley had a larger minority of Armenians and Latinos, and that's what led to this. And nowhere else, I feel like in the world, would do you hear about those minorities being against each other? Um, right. So something particular about our high school is sometimes there'd be these riots and we'd get locked into our, our classes. Lockdown. It was called lockdown. And we would be in there sometimes past the end of school. Um, and then by the time they would release us, we'd have to walk all the way around the whole campus. <coughs> Pardon me. Instead of going straight to our the, the parking lot. Um, and just very weird and uh I, I hope that those kinds of problems don't still exist at that school um i don't know i don't really have much to say about this but i just think it's kind of interesting yeah it is quite interesting uh i mean look that's part of going to public school also you know and and uh there is something not that race rights or or violence is good or anything but just to have a cross-section of different backgrounds in a high school, I think, is particularly more grounding and... It's more eye-opening and to more real the world, world, I guess. Eye-opening to than, the real world than if you're sort of coddled in, like... not Nothing against a private school in any way um, or, you know, more affluent kind of, you know, high school. It just... Sometimes when you're when you're exposed to this kind of stuff early, you don't, you might not, you might not come across so naive later on in life. Um, not that we're when you're not confronted, naive about things. When, when you're confronted with the, this, the realities of the world. Sure. But that said, yeah, I would have preferred to, to those things kind of to not happen at our high school, you know? Right. Um, but, but what I mean is we should have probably gone to a different high school. Actually, there was a high a performing arts high school that we should have gone to. I don't know why we didn't, but, um, right. But in any event, just regard, you know, regardless of the, of the, the battles that would go on, um, just our, our high school was, had a, a diverse makeup, I'd say. And that is a little more real world exposing, you know, exposed us to, uh, kind of, because a real, real world of circumstances, I feel like, you know. Which is good. Which um, is good. 
You know, I don't, I, th- I don't think you get in other, even other parts of the country, you know, there's, I have a friend who, um, I studied abroad with and she was, she went to UC Santa Barbara and she grew up in Idaho and she said she had never gone to school with a black person until she went to college. Isn't that interesting? Um, but that's just because of the, the place that she grew up in. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, oh, and another thing that uh, is, was cool about, by the way, being on, in the marching band and on the tennis team, and I'm sure other people can relate, is being involved in a sport or something that traveled around to other schools. Uh, well, I just said it there. A cool thing is that you get to travel to other schools and you meet kids at the other schools and you kind of trade stories and... Well, but and, actually and, relating to the riots relate thing. to them and, and, and you meet other, uh, other walks of life that uh, other, uh, well, you go into other areas of Los Angeles that you might normally not go to and, and you see how it is there in a way. And that's kind of interesting and, well, and eye-opening too. Yeah, but also even people that are on your team, whether it's the marching band or, or, or the, the tennis team, or what have you, like on, on our tennis team, there were Latinos and there were Armenians and they were, they were friendly they were with each other, you know? And so I feel like on the marching band too, there were Latinos and, and Armenians who were, who were friends. And, and so it was interesting to see like how there were these riots going on, yet it's not like the two races hated each other. It was more of a, like a, a dominance thing almost. You right. Know? Well, just like with, well, that's just kind of common. I feel like in high schools, just especially when there's large, uh, populations, you know, of, of one culture or one background. And there's another population that is, uh, quite large on that school is there's a kind of a, there's a rivalries. Rivalries are always made in, in some way or form, you know, and there's this idea of trying to establish dominance always, you know? Right. Um, which is really silly, you know? Anyway. Uh, anyway, so uh, I just wanted to get it. We were talking about ninth grade a lot. Uh, I just wanted to start getting into 10th grade a little bit here. Uh, we're probably going to be doing a part two of this. So we're going to wrap this this conversation up shortly. And then, you know, the week after, we'll, we'll do a part two of high school. Right. Um, but 10th grade... I just wanted to mention, and maybe some of you guys went through this, but we became friends maybe with we'll a lot offer of high school part two as a as a an, an extra episode that you could download if you become a Patreon subscriber. Sure, good idea. Well, maybe uh, I don't know, uh, but I will say that um, in tenth grade we I don't know maybe some of you guys went through this, but we became friends with a lot of seniors uh, <laughs> and. We start, I mean, you kind of get this sort of senioritis way too early because some of your friends are going through it. And I know Nikki didn't really go through this, but I started, I mean, for a couple classes, I started not doing as well, I feel like. and uh, That didn't happen for me. I just started neglecting a little of my studies, which is another reason that I placed a little bit more pressure on myself in 11th grade to do better. Uh, Anyway, that's just a personal experience. 
Yeah, no, I, I, that didn't happen for me. Uh, for me, uh, I guess the sort of senioritis thing came about where, you know, when we were in orchestra, I would leave class for a lar- long period of time and not come back. But it, it's not like I, we had homework for that class, and it's not like I had to worry about not getting a good grade on that class because it wasn't like that we were doing that much in there anyway. But um, we did have a concert, and we did. Uh, boy, I will say that that is one thing that I, I I really wish that our high school, because Max and I were are very involved in the performing arts and have been for a long time. I, I wish our high school had more of an emphasis on the performing arts. I mean, the budget for those kinds of activities was quite low, and um, only enough, uh, such that I think even with the drama program, there was it was only budgeted for one musical a year. And, and I think maybe there was a play in in the first half of the no. year. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. But really you, you probably, yeah. Anyway, I didn't know about that. I, I was, we were involved in the music. I mean, I, 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 I was, we did little shop of horrors in 11th grade. I was, I, I was think more the schools only have one musical. No, that is not true. If you go to look at Hamilton high school, I mean, they had a lot going on. Is that really for for a whole uh, in one year? They had more than one musical. Sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. You're sure? Yeah, um, pretty good. But you know, that's that was our lot, and uh, but not all. I mean, we we're, some schools have it even worse. They don't have a musical at all. You yeah. know, that's true, Max. That's true. Um, but that's that's a whole other issue. Is you know, is providing more funds for for the, the arts. I mean, our jazz band at times didn't even have a teacher, really. You know, I feel like... And there was a guy that would come in for free. You know, He wasn't a teacher, but he would come in and sort of lead the jazz band. Right, he kind of became my trumpet teacher, at least for one lesson. Um, but I actually... Well, anyway, yeah. Um, so you, you... So 10th grade comes around and... Um, you know, crushes happen and things like that. You go to a dance. Oh, okay, so, okay, hold on. Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. Back it up here. All right, pep up a little bit more. You're about to talk something real personal here, Nikki. Well, maybe, I don't know. Well, I don't know, but, you know, you're about to, okay. But I will say, okay, Nikki was about to talk about dances. That's a whole thing that I feel like we should discuss here. Um, dances. Now, that's a real high school thing to have, you know, going to your first... Going to your first... High uh, school dance. High school dance and watching Dances with Wolves. Uh, you didn't watch that until this past quarantine, actually. I know, because I didn't have the normal high school experience. I see, I see. <laughs> um, and much like the length of Dances with the Wolves, which is almost four hours, a high school dance... That is not true. Isn't it? No, it's not four hours. I said it's almost four hours. No. I believe it I is. I just watched it. I believe it's almost four hours. Uh, I don't know about that. Why don't you look it up? Look. No. Dances no. with wolves. Let's see here. And that is three hours and 56 minutes. Looks really? like is I it am that right. long? Wow. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Max is right. I don't remember it being that long. It it, it, so, doesn't, it doesn't feel long. Anyway, one might say it lasts the length of a high school dance. Um, 
But although it, the high school dance is probably less. Time. You know, you go to your first high school dance, and when was that? When did we go to our first one? I believe I we were in tenth grade. The right? first time we went was homecoming. S- homecoming grade. dance, sophomore year, and I will say, I cut a rug. We did. I cut a rug at the dance, and some people were like, "Oh, Max, that's good. It's good dancing right there." We did go, and I don't know. I mean, it was. You know, it wasn't this kind of thing that you see in movies and TV where you're like, oh, I hope I hope I can dance with that girl, you know? I mean, it would be cool to have gone with a girl to that dance, but, you know, Max and I just kind of went stag, as they say. Well, a lot of people went stag. I think a lot of, especially as homecoming, it didn't really matter that much. Sure, homecoming know? never really mattered. I mean, in addition to that, I mean, a lot of our friends went stag. It was just kind of like going to the dance, you know? And if you saw a girl to dance with on the floor, you would just do that. But at the time, I did not. I just... So there that's would be a, something there would we be were... Like, s- you kind of danced with just a, like a lot of people at the same time. And sometimes there would be a circle. And that's where I showed off some of my <coughs> moves was in the circle, you know? That's still the case today. Sure. Um. I guess I feel most comfortable dancing with myself. No, that's that's not true. I mean, do I feel the most comfortable? I mean, not necessarily true. I feel comfortable dancing with other people just no, as equally. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. I know, you were trying to quote Billy no, Idol. But what I mean, meant was dancing with other people, but dancing, doing your own moves, you know? I see. I see. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yes. But that's not true. Um, I do like dancing with a partner. I mean, um, it depends on the type of dancing, though. You see, that's a thing at these high school dances, especially around our time. Um, Well, no, I guess it became a thing before that, too. But you would see this grinding grinding thing going on. And it was just like this at a high school. Wow. It's just very, you know, it's a little too much. Uh, it's a little too much for me. Seems, sounds prudish, I know, but come on. It's I think a, it's too much today. You know, I even with as adults, well, it's just kind of awkward. Everybody's so busy trying to be an adult. Why can't you just have fun like when you were a kid? Well, it's dance not a, like the way they did when in the '60s. It's not, you know, it's not about, when dancing was just about having fun. It's not about trying to be like an adult because it's just there's a it's hypersexualized, and that that that's a bad thing that. That's fine. It's just when you're other people around you, it just, it's awkward, you know? It's sure. kind of alienating, you know? Sure. And it's like, all right, get a room already, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I know I said you know a lot just now, but uh, it's just, but these are the kinds of things that would happen at high school dances. I mean, I remember it got pretty crazy. This it got one pretty time. crazy at one point. Um, but that's also kind of funny in itself. It's kind of fun in that sense because it's so uniquely high school at the same time. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. Um, and I will say that, uh, yes, anyway, that is all I have to say But it's about funny that. because I remember we went to homecoming in 11th grade and it wasn't even quite as fun. Is that what you're trying to say? No, that's not what I was going to say. Oh. I was just going to say that I remember there were there were kids who were like the hipster types 
And they were even coming to homecoming. You know, they'd be the kind of people that wouldn't go to homecoming, but they even came. You just you know? gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta show your face. <laughs> show your face, yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess, you know, that's that. I don't know if I want to so talk you know, about this. Saying you know a lot. I, don't know I just if, said you know. I don't know if you want to talk. I want to talk about this, but when you're in high school, you, you go through these changes and emotionally too and sometimes you develop crushes on people and um uh sometimes there are unrequited crushes um and you try to learn in high school you try to learn to navigate sort of the dating scene and you make mistakes and you don't understand how everything works Uh, (laughs) and uh, what are you trying to say right and uh it's just it's all a learning process is what I'm trying to say. Um, and high school is really the time you start to learn how to go on dates, I guess, or even just even ask out a girl for the first time. Sure, but boy, that is ever-changing still um, because this was prior really, I mean, you did have a few dating sites that were, you know, going on at the time, but for now yeah, like Match.com, those were for adults, you know. But they were really for adults, like a J Date. J Date. Well, we know our friend's mother met her future husband on J Date, <laughs> and uh, they're still together. Uh, but I will just say that um, it just was so interesting back then to think now, boy, how how much the dating scene has involved uh, evolved that it's expected to be online to, you, to, to date somebody, you know? Um, and I'm still trying I to guess I don't know that if myself because I've been a long holdout on doing it the traditional way. I don't think that that's the case in high school. I, I don't really don't know. I'd be interested to... I really don't... Actually, I really don't know in high school. I'd really be interested. Well, I mean, I guess if I'm fine, but to believe some of these television shows, well, then... I don't know, then there is online dating even in high schools, but... Well, there is, in a manner, in a manner of speaking, they're definitely using uh, These the internet, internet, internet technology to facilitate their dating lives. Right. That's for sure. And that's something we didn't have when we were younger. We didn't have social media. Uh, we didn't even have smartphones when we were in high school, you know? I mean, Max and I still don't have smartphones, Really? Well, that, that may be changing very soon because the technology will not allow it anymore. Uh, anyway, uh, well, actually, you could technically have a non, you can have a dumb phone. I remember. Um, anyway, that's another. I one. remember <clears throat> at the homecoming dance when we were sophomores and somebody had dropped, a, a, a girl had dropped a ring and some kids with cell phones were trying to help her find it and they they got out their phones and they just clicked on their phones to shine light but <coughs> pardon wait you do have a smartphone what are you talking about pa- pardon pardon wait are you not wanting to say that or something yeah pardon and um <laughs> okay for some reason and um i don't use a smartphone outside of school you know so to speak i don't use it outside of home I use my flip phone because I don't want to be encumbered by this big bulky thing, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, I remember them trying to help this girl try to find her ring with these small Nokia phones and 
you know, they just would shine a little light. And boy, has technology advanced now. You know, you got flashlights on your phone, you know, where it'd be way easier. The light would be a lot stronger. It's just, just funny how much changed, how much has changed in the past 15, 20 years, actually, you know? Yes, uh, if you want to reveal your age, that's uh, not something I really wanted, but okay. You, we already said 2002 is when we started high school. Oh, that's right. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. Uh, well, I guess, do you have anything else to say about this? Do we need a part two of high school? Because there are other things I would like to talk about. Well, there's substitute teaching and, you know, there's... Well, I, I don't know. I guess, do we feel like we really got to the nitty gritty of things? Not really, because you kept doing these tangents all the time. I mean, I just feel well, like... Well, okay, so really... let's get into the nitty gritty of it. All right, let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Okay, navigating friendships in high school. Um, I felt like... It's hard to navigate the nitty gritty when you don't... You're not mentioning specifics. Well, did you? What do you mean by that? Why do? Are but you, we don't want to mention specifics, you know. But maybe we do. We just don't want to use anybody's names in particular. All right. Well, was there something you wanted to say regarding that? I, I feel well, like I don't we know. Did, you we know, did cover that a bit. You I know, mean, we talked for, about okay, being friends with uh, older people. And I'll, then, I'll do this story because you know it gives the listeners a little something. You know, I remember. So when we were eleventh grade, went to homecoming, and I developed over. Uh, that same night, I developed a crush on this girl. Um, and eleventh grade, yeah, in eleventh grade, it wasn't tenth grade. It wasn't tenth grade, and eventually, I uh, I worked up the courage to ask her out. First time I ever asked out anybody, and I didn't ask my older brother's advice or anything. I just did it, and um, you know, before then we were a little bit embarrassed to like even talk about, you know, relationship stuff with anybody or even crushes with any family members. And to this day, I'm still a little bit embarrassed to talk about that. But, um, but you know, I did ask this girl out eventually and she did reject me, but it was just funny the way I asked her out. It, it, it was so, you know, I just, I had these preconceived notions of, you know, I was living like I was some kid still, like asking out a girl, you know, where I was just like... I want to watch how many you knows you're saying, just a heads up here. Oh, thank you. I, I went up to her at her locker someday the next week and I said, hey, I was wondering if you'd like to go out with me. <laughs> That's it? I said that. You didn't say anything else? And, and what does that even mean, though? You know, it, it's almost like I had the idea that, oh... If she said yes, we would, we would go out with each other. You know, it was like, oh, that's what you yeah, meant. Yeah, that that that's what I had in my mind because I, I never was, thought that. I, so I was like in my mind, I was like thinking of like a kid, because you know, you see these kids, they have these relationships, but they're not real. But they just, oh, oh, so and so is going out with her, you know, and just it just happens, you know, like that, you know, just very easily and. You know, I, I just thought, oh, this could happen like that. And <laughs> you're being very vague in the manner which you're I'm sorry, this. we would, you, you just, know, I'm trying to explain, I think what Nikki's trying to say is sometimes you see when you're in elementary school, these kids that are 
quote unquote going out with each other and it just seems to happen all of a sudden without having gone on, because dating is not a really a thing. You're just kind of just, oh, you're together in a way. Right. I guess, or something like that. Right, that's what I mean. And so I was You don't still, go on a few dates and I then decide, still, okay, we're going out. I know? was still uh, so emotionally immature that I thought, oh, that's the way things would work, you know, even See, there you go. Grade. So Nikki has changed. Sure. In some respects. And I asked her out like that, and she at first said, oh, let me think about it. And she eventually said no. Um, and that was unfortunate, but I was proud of myself for asking her out because it was the first time I ever asked out a girl. Um, uh, but it, it was funny the way I asked her out because I, in retrospect, I should have probably said, oh, you, I was wondering if you wanted to get some coffee sometime or something like that, you know, or I don't drink coffee. I didn't even drink coffee back then. So I would have said, oh, do you want to get some tea or you know, ice cream or something like that? Well, no, I mean, I guess you could say that. But in high school, you would probably say, do you want to go to... You want to get a soda pop? You want to get a... <laughs> yeah, you, you want to go to the local ice cream parlor and, you know, share Get a, a root beer float? Share a, you know, go to a soda jerk and... Right. Uh, or, or, but seriously, you might just say... You might even say, do you want to just grab a bite to eat or something like that? Right. Like, and then I started, asking, and I started asking people their advice and I told my older brother and he's like, oh, wow. He's like, you actually asked somebody out and he said, oh, you should have said this. And I was like, ah, maybe I, you're right. And then I remember asking a friend and he's like, oh, you like this girl? You should, <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking, but he's like, you should get some tickets to Coachella and buy her to Coachella. I'm like, what? Like Coachella, it's so, so expensive. Granted, this and was the first, this was, Coachella? this That's was like- the early years of Coachella wasn't, as expensive as it is now. I think it was one of the first years it was... But that seems so bizarre. They invite her to a place that's not near... Totally bizarre. I was like, live. what are you and talking also- about? But, you know, you na- navigate these crushes and you're learning things for the first time and gosh, you know, things haven't changed much since. <laughs> No, I don't know. Well, I I'm guess it was the early years of Coachella. Coachella started in 1999, but then wasn't there in 2000, and then it restarted again in 2001. Right. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I will say I had a, a big crush in high school as well. Oh, wow. Uh, but the girl I, I had a boyfriend. The boy, girl had a boyfriend, though, unfortunately. Oh, um, okay. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, um. But, you know, you learn to deal with that kind of stuff and you, you grow and you learn. And uh, because you're navigating things, mistakes are going to happen. And that's just a part of growing up. That's a part of, of, of developing as a human being. And so that's okay. Mistakes are okay. And, 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 uh, that's all I'm saying, you know. Don't be afraid to make mistakes is what I'm trying to say. Um, because I I think if I never had worked up to the courage to ask out that girl, I would have regretted it. You know what's interesting, though? Um, Even though my way about going asking her out was flawed. Really and, innocent. And is was so innocent. I, I was so innocent still and naive. Um, right. 
But that was the first step to maturing in an emotional kind of way and the first step to recovery. <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to clarify also, though, um, that the girl I had a crush on, uh, well, let, uh, let's just leave it be, I guess. <laughs> uh, I was going to say some people might think, well, why didn't you express how you felt anyway to her, you know? Um, well, the circumstances were such that I was not able to, uh, because <laughs> what, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> you didn't say anything just now. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Uh, um, but, uh, but you guys, a lot of you out there probably had your first romances in high school, which we did not. We were pretty late bloomers. Uh, but I will say that... I'm planning to have my first romance uh, sometime later this year. Right. Well, I, we haven't bloomed yet, is what right. I mean. I'm, and I plan... Later in life bloomers. And, and now I have learned that the correct way to ask a girl out is by saying... Uh, do you want to go out with me? Right. But now I Full really circle. mean, now I really Full mean, circle. now see, it really makes sense. Well, you see, the thing is in high school, it doesn't make sense, but now it does. Um, but to be serious, uh, a lot of you probably did experience your first uh, relationships in high school or even maybe a little before then. And so I'm sure you guys had your own personal weird ways of navigating that and that is you know comment on that okay that you know? is okay <laughs> uh and you had your own steps to recovery as well <laughs> no i'm just kidding around. um uh, anyway yeah comment yeah, on comments that. on that if and you feel if you should feel inclined comment on the episode and, and talk about and let us know how what what your experiences navigating the world of romance was like uh, in high school. In high school, because this was such an in-depth conversation, we are going to end this week's podcast and continue with a part two of high school next week. Yes, we'll pick and up until where then, we left off. And until then, thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. See you next time. Once again, if you like what you heard or saw today on our special edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki and like to view or listen to more content from us, please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash splitting hairs and become an exclusive member today.